Welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employed. Nutella is my love language. This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. And of course, our experiences about our own journeys. I hope you all have your notepads ready for this episode. But first, as you know, we got to pay these bills. A word from our sponsor. Divine Timing is an encouragement and edification company specializing in beautifully designed digital journals and planners to get and keep your life uplifted and in order. Go to fearforme.com to check out the online store. And for all of our WMB listeners, you can use the code WMB22 at checkout to save 22% on everything on the site. So go shopping and get your life. Okay, so as y'all know, we do a quote of every single episode. So today's quote is travel as much as you can, as far as you can, as long as you can. Life's not meant to be lived in one place. And it's by someone named Anonymous. What do y'all think about that? I love that quote. It's It, it lives near and dear to my heart because part of my quote is you, your personality is defined by your surroundings. So as much as you, the more you travel, the more of a personality you're going to build. Otherwise, you're just going to stay stuck in the same cultural surroundings that you're used to being in. I really love that. I adore this quote because I think it it speaks to life lessons that my dad taught us growing up and he was a Marine. So he's been to Hong Kong and he's been to these other places in the world. And that's one of the things where he came back and he's like, you guys have to like, this world is so much bigger than where you are. And it's yours to explore if that's what you so choose. Like you got to go travel, see things, meet people, eat things, all kinds of stuff. So I a hundred percent am in alignment with this quote as well. I also like this quote. I, full disclosure, have not traveled as much as I would like to have traveled. I feel like I was living life more so internally and getting that situated. But now I'm at a place where I want to travel. I want to see the world like our dear guest, play auntie said. I do want my personality to be shaped and colored more by my experience. I do want to have a more enriching conversation with others. So yeah, let's all travel. I agree with all three of y'all I love this quote only because when you really do experience not just the world but actually engulf yourself in a different culture you have so much appreciation for what you have and like I know we are western culture we are typical Americans black Americans so our experience is a little bit different but when you start traveling you really get to see how 
privileged and entitled you really are of like the small things of like, oh, we have a refrigerator in every single household. That's a norm here. That's not a norm everywhere in the world. So yeah, I'm so glad y'all like the quote. And with that, we're going to transition to our either or. So ladies, today's either or, and I'm really excited to hear what y'all choose. Either a 10 day trip with only $500 to spend or a 24 hour trip with $2,000 to spend. And because I know us, the flight is not including in the spending money, nor is it included in the duration of the trip. Is the lodging included? For argument's sake, no. 10 day trip with $500 to spend. (laughs) 10 days with $500 spending because the experience and the education that I get from that is... um, you can't put a cost to that. I am going to agree with Miss Kat because when I was reading it, you were giving me all these 24 hours and this is not included. This is not included. I was like, wait a minute. Well, I'm doing 10 days because there's so many free events you can find. And depending on where you travel, like if you go to Thailand, Thailand is totally cheaper than here. So $500 a day is like uh, basically amazing. Like I can do so much in that area or in that uh, place. So yeah, I'll do the 10 days for $500. Hello. So for me, seeing as how flight lodging is not included in this $2,000 spending money, if we're taking a 24 hour trip, I'm going to assume that that stuff's already paid for. Okay. So now I have my flight, I have my uh, accommodations for the night and I got two grand to do whatever I see fit. I'm going to take me a 24-hour day trip and do whatever I want to. And the reason being is because I like the freedom of having the financial resources to pick and choose things that I want to do specifically because I want to do them and not because of how much they cost. So if I want to go eat this dinner or try this restaurant, I'm going to do it. Pricing, I'm not going to have to second guess or think about it. If I want to go do this show, if I want to drop a grand at a casino, I would have the leeway to do so because everything else has been taken care of because of quick planning and organization. So I'm gonna go 24 hours with two grand. Oh, y'all all been made this hard because I like everyone's rationale. Oh, and I'm the one who did this either or, so I don't know why it's taking me so long to think about the answer. But I think I might have to go with Sunny D here. I like fathomless things. I like bottomless things. I like let me live out all of my dreams un, you know, encumbered with no kind of restrictions or stipulations. I I like that. I like that a lot. Or, or, hear me out. Let's combine both of them. (laughs) Let's do 10 days, $2,000. Increase that budget a little bit more. I'm so with that. I'm I'm like, why you got to choose though? Let's do both. Let's do it all. You know, I'm I'm a boundary-less person. Don't put boundaries around me, no restrictions. Let me do this how I want to do it. Let me invest in my day or let me invest in my 10 days, however I see fit. So if we're combining, can we do 10 days with 2,500? Why was that going to be my question? Because I was like, wait a minute, y'all just dropped $500 off? Wait, can I get all of my money though? Wait, and I thought it was $500 total for the 10. It's 500 a day? No. Oh, (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, $500 a day? I'm good. Okay. Well, either way it goes, I get $2,500. If we combine it, don't be leaving my $500 out. Technically, if we combine it, it's 11 days for $2,500. That's that's good too. Now I got a rest day. Or we can do it TT Cat's way and we do 11 days with $500 a day. I like that even better. (laughs) 
Cause talk about experiences. Yes. And then, cause if you don't spend all that $500 that one day, it's just gonna keep rolling over and rolling over and rolling and rolling and rolling over. So we got this money coming to us. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me see. And, and, and don't let me learn how to multiply it while I'm there within those 10 days. You heard I was going to the casino. Okay, there you go. Okay. Oh man, ladies, y'all are funny. I love this energy. So let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. Ta-da, ladies. What was your favorite foodie indulgence this week? I'm going to be real basic. Me and the little have been smashing on these yellow mini cupcakes with buttercream icing and sprinkles. Like we have found our lives and I'm about to read up for the both of us. Jay just going to have to be quiet. But me and the little have been getting on these mini cupcakes like they are gold foil tinted sometimes it can be that simple so yeah i'm really having to think about that um i i guess i'd have to say i decided that i wanted i'm a, I'm a huge chipotle um restaurant eater and i decided i want to make my own chipotle bowl at home so i went and got all of the ingredient ingredients and made it myself and it just tasted twice as but be- as better so that was my indulgence for this week and i didn't even have to use meat <laughs> i I knew Nakai would love that. I know I'm all here for vegetarian dishes. And if you can create it, I'm just excited because you know that that just it means I can eat too. Yeah. Yes. Um, my indulgence this week was technically an edible. So I would say, yeah, it was a brownie. I want to know how it made you feel. That was gonna be my question. Um, it was I didn't do the whole one because I had to re- we we have recording right now. So it was yesterday. So Are you have. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know if people say that. Do they say yes if they are high? I've never seen that. <laughs> yes, I'm high. Right. Yes, I'm high. No, um, I at this moment I am not. <laughs> But to answer your question, how did it make me feel um, more calm? Um, we were watching a movie. So it was like the movie was like really intense. And I was like, this is scary. So we had to turn the movie off because I just, yeah. So yeah, very calm though. So I did not have any edibles this week, but mine is actually similar to Nate's. It's incredibly simple. So babe and I went to the store. We did like a grocery run or whatever. And we made like turkey ham sandwiches and chips. And we had that for like an early dinner or something when I got off work one day. And when I tell you that sandwich was smashing, it was simple. It's literally meat and bread and cheese, mayo and mustard, and some barbecue chips on the side. That was it. It was simple as heck. But when I tell you that's been my favorite meal this week, and I love food. I will eat a lot. That's one of my bougie indulgences is food in general. I will spend money on food. But that simple turkey sandwich, that, that spoke to my soul. And I want another one. Well, I'm sure there'll be one waiting on you when you went after this uh, podcast. But yeah, I don't know what it is about homemade sandwiches, y'all. If you get the right bread, I'm a brioche uh, bougie woman. I'm going to put everything on some type of brioche bread or croissant, which is essentially the same. But yeah, those turkey sandwiches go hard. They go hard and you got to cut them at a diagonal. Yeah. Cut them at a diagonal, otherwise it does not count. Do you cut the edges off? (laughs) I toast the bread first because I don't want it to get like soggy. So you got to toast the bread, you build your sandwich, and then you cut it in half diagonally with the chips in the middle. It's all presentation. Pickle on the side, it's a thing. You share that part. Yeah, that's an experience for you, okay? I'm all about experiences. There you go. Uh -uh, We bougetto in this house. So we make finger sandwiches, but we put them on Hawaiian roll. Put them bad boys down the middle. Yeah. Absolutely. I 
I 100% agree. Well, I'm glad you guys shared all your foodie experiences for this week. But you know, guys, we're continuing our travel series for this episode. We're getting into vacation and travel while saving some coins. Okay, that's right. Affordable travel, budgeting, super fun tips, all kinds of things. We're so glad that Miss Cat is here since she's traveled so much. I know that you have some tips and some tricks up your sleeve and we're hoping you're going to spill all the beans because we're going to get into some fun saving tips for you guys on this episode. So as y'all all heard, we got our Auntie Cat back. We got our Auntie Cat back. She talking to us about travel. Hey, hey, go Auntie Cat, go, go, go twerk it up, twerk it up, get that booty up. Hey, as y'all know, we like to sing, dance, and do all the above on our podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and introduce our Auntie Cat back to our podcast, also known as Miss Katrina Thompson, aka Miss Cat is what they can call her or what y'all can call her. She is a woman of many, many facets. She's an engineer, a coach, an educator. Of course, like we said, our auntie, daughter, sister, world traveler, and just an all around happy in her own skin person. She has traveled quite a bit solo nationally and internationally. And yeah, we're going to get into that too. UAE is her favorite place so far. It's like an amplified Vegas in Dubai, but Vegas is an okay place on her list. Y'all know. Um, If you know about Vegas, you know, you know, almost everything is the world's largest something in Dubai, which is so true. If y'all get to go, mm. that is a reminder that there is no limit on how big you can be or grow mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. With that, Auntie Cat, go ahead and let them know. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey. I felt that that song came in my spirit, so I felt I needed to say it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies, queens, for having me again. I'm so excited to be here. You all give me life because earlier this morning, I didn't know what was coming next. I was, that, that bed and that pillow was calling me. But when I saw y'all's beautiful faces and you all shared your experiences over the week with me, it just gave me so much life and energy. So, so thank you for that. I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, one love right back at you, Nikai. Nay, Sunny D. Y'all, y'all give me life. It's it's great to be an adopted auntie now. Now, we're going to have to have a conversation with my four nieces and my two nephews. Hey, y'all might have to fight over me over there because they don't play. They will, they'll, they'll cut you. <laughs> they will cut you, but they understand. That's why they love their aunt as much as, as well. But about my travels and everything, yeah, to shortly summarize it and to not go into too much detail as of yet, it was a decision and a choice that I had to make for myself because I wanted to grow personally. And I'm not going to sit up here and say that it was an easy thing for me to do alone to make these international travels by myself because I was terrified, mortified. Just, I was afraid more so of myself and then just also from, if you get too engulfed in media and the things that they share and report when it comes to other areas of the world, then you'll start to believe that that's the only thing that exists in that area. When it really isn't, you know, sometimes it's just like when we have a negative experience or something that does not suit our well-being, we tend to share that more than things that do suit our well-being. And I, I, I try to move away from it being good or bad or happy or sad, because even if you feel like it was not an experience that suited your well-being at that moment, from a futuristic standpoint, it probably was. 
you just don't see it yet. So um, I just want to make that clear, even if we report on it in a not so great light, essentially, it probably was a good thing for you. But that's what I decided to do. And um, I have to give gratitude and, and thanks to my, my company who allowed me to do this as well, my as, as an engineer. Each year, after five years of being uh, of service to my company, they award me with gifts. And um, I was looking through the list of gifts that I can select for myself. And it was a, a pair of luggage. And just with me seeing that pair of luggage, I said, you know what? It's time for me to travel. And all it took was me to buy that luggage. And honey, that luggage right now, the wheels is almost off of it. Yeah. Now, now y'all, the handle is frayed. It has gone through a lot of airports and I've seen a lot of things, but I'm thankful for that because I had resources and things in my space to be able to make that choice for myself. I still had to plan still had to budget, especially with me having uh, a nine to five career as well as owning my own businesses. So it was, I had to consider all of that. And just with me traveling, I feel like, and I know it has made me a more, um, as Nakai said in my, in my introduction, a more well-rounded human and not being so streamlined or, you know, narrow-minded, if you will, with my, my views and points on life. So I, I feel like traveling has just opened my eyes to so many things. And I was allowed to learn, unlearn, and relearn my history. So thank you guys for that. And I, I look forward to this discussion today. I like how you said learn, unlearn, and relearn your history. Can you go a little bit more into depth on that? Absolutely. Oh, thank you for asking. So um, let's. So I'm going to use Western civilization educational system as uh, my thread for for this. In the 13 or so years that we're taking through our edu educational system, there are specific things put in place that we are required to learn, right? Whether that's math, science, history, what have you. Typically, they fall within those, those realms of things. And, and we learn that. And when we come to a mastery level, we're awarded for that in the form of what? A diploma, a certificate, a degree, right? All right. So, so at some times, we, we tend to stop at that point and think that that is the ultimate, that is the most that we can learn. Of course, we can progress on to um, master's degrees, PhDs, etc. But there's still a defined curriculum around getting rewarded for that. When you travel and you learn cultures, and Nakai, you mentioned this earlier, when you learn different cultures upon your travels of where you're going, like Thailand, for uh, example, that you mentioned, and, and you can go there and, and take $500 and, and for 10 days and you'll be totally fine. You'd probably be considered a millionaire over there. I, I have no idea because I haven't been to Thailand yet. But just from, and when you add in media and just the way that people report on things in our view, it can, it can stifle us and just lead us to believe, okay, I don't need to travel there. It's not going to be safe for me. I'm not going to learn anything on that journey. But when you make that decision to do so, then you, you get your eyes open to a whole new stream of things. I personally, when I travel, I like to hang with the locals because that's, that's who's going to teach me. You know, when I went to Mexico, um, I've traveled to Mexico quite a, a couple of times. Each time I stay on an adult resort, I adore children to the utmost. I think they're the most beautiful blessings on this earth. But when I'm on vacation, 
I choose to not have the children in my presence, okay? I'll see them and play with them when I get back. But I, I each of those times, I've either traveled with family or friends. And of course, they have their own agendas over things that they want to do there and just be in the moment and be at the resorts and, and be in the inclusive hotels and enjoy all that. I personally like to take tours around the area and learn their history, which always takes me back to my own melanated history. Because what they have learned is a result of what they learned in past lives and they've applied it to their own. So that's what I mean by you initially learn what you learn from a historical standpoint. And in my example, Western civilization education, when you travel, you're somewhat unlearning that. You, You still use it as a resource or as a data point, but you begin to realize, okay, they mentioned this in history class when I was in school, but they didn't go into depth of it. So you really don't get the the true understanding of it. And I think I know that's part of my analytical side of really wanting to know to get down to the bottom of things. So with that, once you unlearn just the surface things that they teach you, because it it, that surface thing or topic or subject of what they're telling you could lead you to to believe something that is not contributive to your own spirit. But when you unlearn that that is not wholly true, then you begin to learn to relearn the true history of what it actually is. So that's what I mean by you're learning, you're unlearning, and then you relearn. And that's evolution of life. You really want to do that in all aspects of your life. And then that goes back to your personality as a result of the, the environment that you're in. Because if you just stay stuck in that one environment where you were taught initially that one thing, you're never going to unlearn and relearn, relearn anything else. Did I answer your question? <laughs> you did. And I love it. You know, I am all about the details. And when you said analytical, I just looked at Nate because I was like, yep, that's that analytical. I am not alone. Um, (laughs) But as you know, we are all about adulting and like I transitioned into adulting and all of that. So you spoke about environment. My question is, did you travel growing up or did you have an environment where you traveled growing up? Um, To a degree I did, but it was domestically. You know, I traveled to families, homes within the States. I did not start traveling internationally until I became a financially responsible adult. But even with those domestic travels to my family's places in different states, I was still learning to a degree, you know, because if if I live, let's say, if I'm a Texas girl, which I am, then I will only know Texas culture, Texas style. If I go to New York, which is, that was an experience for me to know that those varying personalities from a New York standpoint to a Texas standpoint. And it was actually a little overwhelming to me when I was first introduced to it. But just even traveling between those two states and knowing the different semantics and cultures that they live was an, a, learning, a learning experience for me. And so a lot of those ladies that I've met in New York now are really good friends of mine now. But at first I was terrified of them, y'all, not going to lie. But I'm a Texas girl. We're in the Bible Belt. Well, we, we real conservative down here. We won't do all that. <laughs> but I learned. And that's what helped me grow. That's what helped me to be, uh, have a career and be a business owner and be financially stable to be able to do things. But back to your question about, did I travel growing up? And because you just said growing up, and I'm going to say, yeah, because I'm still growing and I still feel like I'm a child. I'm like, I'm my, I'm my creator's child that has defined a path and a journey for me. And I'm still trying to maneuver through that. Because my story not over yet. I'm going to go on mute. Thank you. All right, ladies, gentlemen. Thank you. Have a good day. We're all good. She just shut everything down. Shut it down. Sit down. All right, we're done. (laughs) 
That was amazing. Like I had a question for you and then I was like, ooh, then you tr- you just transitioned my brain to be like, okay. So what you just said was so powerful and I don't think people actually heard that or picked it up. So go into that a little bit more in depth. Which part specifically? Tell me, tell me which part to start on. How you are still, as we are adult teen because our whole entire podcast, like I said, is about adult teen because we're not, it's adultish right now. We, had, we in this ish. Um, okay. You said you are still growing because you are still adulting-ish yourself, right? So how did you, on your journey, become this financially responsible adult-ish person to be able to travel? Well, I made a choice that there were certain things in my life that I wanted to do. And unfortunately, that, that takes some level of finance to a degree until, you know, you just get to start knowing people and you make build relationships and you create those, then that financial aspect does not have to be as important, but you still need it there for those things. Like Sunny D mentioned earlier, like maybe one day you just want to have 24 hours and blow $2,500 on whatever it is you want to make you feel like however you want. And that's a financial responsibility that you have to consider when you want to take travels. You don't want to be restricted when you're traveling. And and the question earlier that um, Nay asked was, would you like either or? Why not have both? You know, why limit me on the things that I I can do when I travel? So in regards to that and, and traveling as with my family and growing up, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, every single day of our lives is a growth experience. We tend to categorize growing up all before the age of 18 in the Western culture, culture. Whereas in other cultures, women get married at 15 to 16 years old, years old, you know, and there's really no defined boundary around when they decide to become a wife to someone else or give someone else life. But there's almost a blueprint, pun intended, of, of how that goes. But when we really realize Nakai, and you said this, when you get out of your own self and remove all those labels and those titles of who and what you are supposed to be in that given moment, and you just realize that every day I'm growing, I'm going to be whatever and whoever it is I want to be. If you want to label it and call it adulthood, okay, that's fine. Maybe that's your category of things that you're going through at that moment. Then after you adult, then what you going to call it? Ascension, progression, succession, higher calling. I mean, you know, let's be real about it. So that was one of the things that I had to do is remove those labels and titles because it forces you to kind of think in a certain realm. Like, okay, I'm an adult now. I'm 18 years old. Okay, now I have the option of voting. And then at 21, okay, now I can actually drink in Western civilization. Okay, uh, at this age, I am ready to be married or bear children. You know, when I remove all of that and I just do and be me, KT, all the way, every day, 100%, then I do it however and whenever I want to. And I I don't allow titles to direct my path. And that's why people, a lot of people say, you really have a young spirit because at the age that I am, which is almost the same age as UAE. So listeners, look that up, see what that age is. And then you'll know my age and I might give you a free gift if you share it with Sunny D, Nay, or Nakai. Thank you. Shameless plug. But um, that was just one thing. Uh, adulthood, yeah, we. I think it's an important step in our journey because it's going to progress us from birth in the womb when we're first created. So to me personally, I still feel like I'm in the womb. I just uh, redesigned my womb. 
So that that's I, this is a topic I could talk about all day long, but I'll give you that tidbit, and we might have to do a couple of segments and chapters to really you know discuss this and hash this out to to help people really understand what it means to grow. And I know and we're talking about traveling, but traveling can be external and it can definitely be internal. I was gonna say you hit the nail on a hammer, and I always get that one mixed up. I don't know if it's the hammer on the nail, the nail on the hammer, whichever way it is. Is your hammer your hit your nail? You, you do it how you. Want. I do what I want. There we go. So. <laughs> um, about like just just traveling but growing because to me they are so connected because like you said you don't even have to travel going out of the country you could literally travel from like you use the example Texas and New York is totally different like the I don't want to call them aggressive but New Yorkers are very aggressive like and they're not aggressive like I'm gonna fight you it's just their tone and the way they talk is very like aggressive so it is eye-opening and you're like why are you yelling at me when I'm from the Bible Belt like we're nice like you can't speak but it's just different cultures and it's interesting like even when in the same 50 states every single state has its own culture right it has its own nuances has its own lingo everything and since you have traveled and um I don't know about you two ladies if y'all have been to the UAE or listeners if you've been to the UAE it's like one of the most amazing places that you can go in the world like it's just it's everything is beautiful there but besides the UAE traveling solo as a black woman what other places have you been that are safe for us and those are in quotations audience hmm. so I'm, I, if you allow me to I'm going to preface this this way if you believe in yourself and you believe in your creator and you believe that that you will always be protected no no matter where you go then my answer to the to that is anywhere in this galaxy you can go and by the way billionaires is traveling to outer space now so if you want to go there you most certainly can get with Bezos and, and Musk but um if if you have a concern about your travels um while solo there's there's ways around that I mean you can always hire someone to be your guide so that you can feel more safe. Uh, one thing that I, I I have not yet made it to is my motherland and I so desire to go there. And just for my sake, I'm going to hire a guide or someone that will be there for me 24 hours a day. I probably won't need it when I get there, but to start out, that's what I'm going to do. And actually, um, when I went to Dubai, I actually had a driver, the same driver every single day for me because it made me feel more comfortable because that was the first trip that I took solo by myself. And um, I needed that just for my own comfort level the first time. Then the second, third, fourth time when I went back, I didn't need all that, but I just needed that to, to do that transition. So it, it's hard for me to answer what are the best places for Black women to travel solo? If you want to stay close to your culture and, and want to feel more accepted, and of course you can travel to a lot of places uh, domestically within the States, but internationally, of course, Africa, you'll uh, with, with the same skin as theirs, you, you're, most of the time, you'll be accepted there. Um, UAE actually is a great place for Black women to travel because they adore melanated skin and their customer service is impeccable. I have never ever experienced customer service like in the UAE, like they know what, how much ice you want in your grapefruit juice every morning at the hotel. I'm like, I'm gonna have to move here just for that. But um, when I'm reading articles online, it looks like a lot of Black women, they travel to places like Spain and even Paris and Greece, but they always travel in groups. And then anywhere on anybody's beach is pretty much a safe haven or safe zone. The only thing uh, I would encourage you to consider is the people that you interact with. We, we want to believe that every 
everyone is genuine and true and, um, you know, has our best interests at heart. But sometimes that's not the case for whatever reason. That's not that's not your problem or it's not, you know, anything that you've done, but it's just the space that they're in. So I, I honestly, I don't know how to answer that. Of What's the best place? Because for me, it's anywhere that I decide to go. But I'm just going to put safety measures in place for myself so that I can feel more comfortable. And I'm going to do my homework and research and to see what types of obstacles or things that could possibly occur while I'm there. So I'm, I'm so curious because the UAE is on my bucket list. I'm curious with all of the travels that you've done domestically and internationally do you have a favorite like low-cost trip that you've taken since we're talking about affordable travel and how to save coins and stuff what's your favorite low-cost trip and like where did you go I do have an annual trip another annual trip that I I travel to every year and that's to New Orleans Louisiana New Orleans is so deeply rooted into culture to the point that it it, is unbelievable but you really have to explore the state to really understand it but it is one of my favorite places to go. I enjoy, I've traveled so much to New Orleans to the fact that I rent out people's pool houses in the back of their house and stay in their pool house and hang out with the locals. It's, it's, it's that serious because I just, I love the fact that all the New Orleans that I have come in contact with, they're just so genuine and they're so welcoming and they, they give it to you straight. No chaser. You don't ever have to worry about anything. I always travel around the 4th of July weekend, which also gives me a great uh, festival to go to. And I get to see people from all over the world when they come. So that's also another reason that I go during that time. But that's one of my, okay. So Sunny D, you said low budget. So my low budget definition might be different than others. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. So, and I budget for that every year. So let, let me re- rewind and ask you, what do you mean by low budget? <laughs> so low cost, not so much low budget. What so does as that mean? far as far as a destination or trip that you have that didn't really cost you a lot of physical coins because you rented out somebody's pool in a backyard, or you know some people who know some people who know some people, or you got a good deal or such and that, you know, $1,000 or less, so to speak, $500 or less, whatever that means to you, but something that didn't cost you a lot of physical money. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. So there is this place in Georgia, in Cummings, Georgia. It's a small kind of resort style hotel complex, if you will, but they they market it as a couple's travel destination. I'm not remembering the name right now, but I can I can share it with you when it when it uh, comes to mind. But the location, they're individual lodging spaces that contains you can have your own private garage, a one car garage. You have your own jetted and heated pool. You have your own sauna. You have your own two seater whirlpool jacuzzi in the bathroom, and you have this humongous shower with like three or four different shower heads in the shower. I can go there for a weekend or day or two and just be able to ground myself and just come out golden. But I, my son is a water son, so I adore things, anything that's um, related to water. And so we now have, I got the pool, the sauna, and the jacuzzi. I, I'm well grounded. And then there's a lake close by that I can go out and sit at. That's free of charge. And I can walk around there and be close to nature and just allow nature to talk to me. And that's been one of my favorite low budget places to go or low cost, if you will. Bellamere Suites. And they actually have two locations, I believe, one in Ohio and one in Georgia. But, but there's a story behind that. 
that because I met, again, I talked about earlier meeting people along the way of your journey of travel. And I Georgia is another one of my favorite places to travel. And I've traveled there quite often um, solo because it's, it, it, it reminds me of Texas. The Georgians are, are a lot like Texans to me. So um, I'm, I have classmates that I graduated college with that live there and they introduced me to some of their local friends there. And um, the time that I was there, they said, hey, we're going to go to these suites in Georgia. We go, you know, every now and then and we want to know if you want to join us. But it, it's a couple suites. So we usually go with our uh, our mates. And I'm like, well, I don't have no couple where I go by myself. So they tried to find me a, a mate to go with. And we get to the suite, y'all. And they were there with their spouses and partners. And I was there in my suite. And they were concerned about me being alone. And they kept calling me. And I stopped answering the phone. I'm like, what do y'all want? I'm like, we were worried about you. Are you okay? I am fantastic. I don't need a partner to be here. It's a great place to take your spouse or your partner. Don't get me wrong. But I had a wonderful time with just me. And they just did not understand that. But now I just sneak off by myself. And I don't tell them that I go. So when the time comes for me to have that special partner or spouse, to, to take with me, then I will. But right now, Kat is enjoying it for herself and myself only. Her whole situation ship. That is right. Period. You don't need no put together situation ship. You are the whole party by yourself. But TTK, now you don't know this about me, but I want to go to New Orleans. I've been wanting to go to Essence Fest since I turned a black woman age to enjoy Essence Fest. I know we, we if you know what you know, we all know what that means. But I went to New Orleans and Baton Rouge when I was smaller. Now I feel like it would be a whole experience. Tell me more. I know you said you go during 4th of July weekend. How long do you stay? What is there to do? Like I said, this is definitely on my repeat trip for adulthood. So I, I want all the tea, all the smoke. So I, I'm not going to, New Orleans has several different festivals that occur in the place because it's it's pretty much a travel state. If you really travel the community itself, you'll, you'll recognize that their wards uh, are not financially contributed to based on all the travel there. But specifically for Essence Festival, um, what they are doing is trying to change that. I, so when I go, I stay a whole week seven days but this goes back to me mentioning building relationships and you know getting people that you know that know other people so when I first started going I just went for the weekend and on you know right past fourth of July if it happened to you know land on a weekday and I would stay in people's pool houses well my friend girls found out that I was going to New Orleans every year alone they were like you're not gonna leave us anymore and you're not gonna be staying in people's pool houses that you don't know I'm like well I don't really like to stay in hotels because I don't get the full experience that I like to get I need to have a refrigerator. I need to have me a stove to cook what I want in it. I need to be able to store things that I like. You know, I don't want to be bound by having to go out to eat all the time. It's just my preference. I, it's nothing wrong with hotels. I do stay in them when necessary, but I will typically go three or four days before the festival actually kicks off just so that I can ground myself, regroup, just get grounded in the culture around me because it, it's inevitable. When you go to New Orleans, you're going to leave talking just like New Orleans folk. It, it, it ain't no way around it. And I, I love that. But um, I'll be there three, two to three days before the festival kicks off. The festival typically is that, well, now it starts on that Thursday all the way to that Monday. And they have concerts. They have wor empowering workshops. I've graduated to, which is what I like to say now, um, to having close friends being involved in the festival itself. Like this year was the first year they did um, a, a, a film festival within Essence Festival. 
people. So they introduced filmmakers from all over the world. A lot of them coming from um, the continent of Africa and introduced the producers from some films there. And we got a chance to see excerpts from their films. And then my friend, a friend of mine who is a PhD in organizational development, she and she also, in essence, is one of her clients. She had the opportunity to talk about emotional intelligence there. And it was so amazing. And she um, also had a panel discussion with like Kevin Hart and the owner of um, Honey Pot um, Hygiene Products and the uh, uh, owner of the Black Girl Magic Wine. I want to say that's the name of it. So she did a panel discussion with them. So it's it's things like that when you travel to places that you, that, that serve your heart really good and you continue to travel there, then that's the type of growth that you can receive there. Um, starting out, you may just want to start with the weekend, but it's just so much there. I mean, you have the French quarters who talk, it, it gives you history about the French lifestyle that they've had. Uh, then you have your Cajuns, which they're two totally different cultures. And it's something you have to understand. And then even just visiting the cemeteries there, since uh, the state of Louisiana is what they say below sea level, their cemeteries are above ground, right? And um, to see that difference of pre and post Hurricane Katrina, to see what type of impact it had on those cemeteries, it was um, it was a very emotional experience because a lot of those cemeteries uh, or tombstones were lost during Hurricane Katrina because they, you know, uh, the hurricane was quite impactful to that area. So what is there to learn? A lot. I I love going to Jackson Square. You'll see the local community people there with their children are actually dancing with just like bottle caps on the bottom of, bottom of their shoes. And they'll have like one of those Home Depot bucket paint buckets and they're tapping away on the buckets, but it's, it's their entertainment. They might be skateboarding and might be people, people there painting in Jackson Square area, but you'll see local talent there providing you entertainment and all they asking for is tips or um, to be dropped in a hat or a cup. And those are the types of things that I enjoy being a part of because I know specifically that I'm giving back to someone in that community and there's no middleman there. Of course, yeah, the food, yeah, just about anywhere you go, you, you're going to be blessed with some food. My p- favorite places, I love the Chargura oysters at Drago's. Um, Denny's used to be one of my favorite places. They have some bomb cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake that I like. Um, the gumbo shop has some of the best gumbo for me. Um, a lot of local restaurants there, there's this burger place is called uh, I can't remember but it the burger's not that great but the environment is just so fun so I uh port of call that's the name of it it's called port of call and uh, if you want you some good crawfish boiled crawfish boiled shrimp any local place they're gonna do it in the back of the gas station you can get it and, and have your good time so who New Orleans itself is there's a lot of culture there and then I've traveled to Essence so many times I've had the opportunity to be able to see the transition of the festival itself to the point of where when it was in just one room in the convention center and it was all local business owners to where it's um, the entire space of the convention center and it's businesses from all over the world. Like for example, they had a whole food festival as well in addition to the film festival. So if you all are familiar with um, my my girl that owns Slutty Vegan, she just opened a new spot. 
out in New York, but she's um, rooted in Georgia. That's where she started. She makes these amazing vegan hamburgers. She drove her food truck to New Orleans for the food festival and she was there. So it, it you get you can go to one place and experience cultures and businesses from all over the world now. And that's one thing that I can appreciate about Essence Festival um, specifically. Um, Rich, Rich Lou Dennis, who now owns Essence, he's done amazing things in making sure that that happens as well as um, some other actors and actresses that have contributed to making it the, what it is today. But yeah, I, I recommend everybody to go to Essence. If you really want to experience all types of culture, of course, yeah, you're going to have you some, some bomb parties. When I, after I graduated from the pool house <laughs> lodging to, um, I found a property owner in New Orleans that owns several properties and they happen to have owned a property right across the street from House of Blues. And my window faced uh, the street of where House of Blues was. So I'd be in the window and I'd see Manny Fresh, I'd see Tank, I'd see Tyrese, I'd see everybody just coming out of House of Blues. Then I just got to the point, I just went downstairs to the front of my building, got me a chair and sat down <laughs> and started people watching. So there was that. And then like this year, um, I stayed in that same condo, but um, the air conditioning went out in my condo and I called the property owner. I'm like, okay, first of all, it's summertime. It's hot, it's humid. What I can't do is stay in here and don't have no air. The property owner himself got in his truck. He said, I'm on my way to pick you up and I'm going to take you to one of my new locations. I, I, I don't know if words can explain this new location because he's been trying to get me to stay in the new location for a couple of years. But it was his penthouse on the very top of this remodel building that sat next to the new Virgin Hotel next door. And y'all, I told him, you ain't ever got to worry about me asking you for that condo across the street from the House of Blues ever again because I will be coming to the penthouse from here on out. It was so amazing. It was like a three bedroom penthouse. It was beautiful. So those are the types of relationships that I, I have built over the years of my travel with people who just locally live there and being able to benefit from the things that they've worked really hard on a, attaining and I'm being able to directly contribute to that. So I, I, I could write a book on it, uh, nay, but yeah, those are the things that I, I truly appreciate about, about it, but I'd be happy to share as much as I can about it and tell you where to go. So what I hear is we going to Essence Fest with you this year. We're going to stay in this penthouse with you this year. Okay, you said oh, Sorry, it. this year is not, this year is over. So 2023. It's okay. You said it. Right, we can make you it said happen. It. Yeah. I'm sure Nay has already read everything down, so it's done. Okay, I see you the website of where the penthouse is, and y'all can see the pictures, and we can make that happen. I mean, we ain't. If you want your space, we ain't even got to stay in the penthouse. You can give us the condo across from House of Blues if you want to. Like that is fine too. We, we would love to bunk, but I understand you might want your own space. You ain't got to have us sniffing behind you. We we just want to be in the number. <laughs> <laughs> It's three bedrooms, so you can stay there. But the owner has several properties. He would truly appreciate it. And he kind of uses me as a um, a screening for other people that stay there because he's very selective on who he allows to stay in his space. I do know that Bobby Brown stayed in one of his spots um, this, this year because they performed at Essence this year. And um, when I applied the first time for his spot, I, I, he screened me. He called me and he, he had to interview me because he was protecting his space. So, but yeah, y'all good with me. Y'all already there. I'm going to send y'all the link in just a second. Hopefully. Please let me go 
go find it. And if you do grounding, I will be grounding with you too. We can go outside. We all like water. We do meditation. You got, I'm telling you, if you say, hey, I need my space, we will literally, we introverts. So we we like to be in our own little <laughs> hermit too. So we'll be in our own room. We, we good. My statement is, I'm thankful for you saying this. And I don't know if the other girls picked it up of the power of a network because your network is not only connected to your net worth, it is also connected to how you are able to travel in luxury because how you said you met this young man he's been like auntie cat let me get you over here cat cat come on come on you're like i'm good you finally did it and he basically gave you the dubai experience in essence right it's the power of your network which is relationship building and not just relationship building relationship maintaining because you made such an impact on him that no matter what you call he sees your name everything stops which I just wanted to say that is beautiful and audience if y'all didn't pick that up like you can travel in so many different ways but one thing I'm learning is if you have the power of a network that has oh I have houses here oh I have this here or my family has a house in Aspen hey you need it for the weekend you good like it's so powerful it is with that being said we are adulting right we trying to figure that out but how how actionable steps would you ask or would you tell somebody who's brand new into traveling like they don't know where to start they don't even know how to budget for traveling what advice would you give them to learn one how to specifically budget for traveling what's a budget for what is this if they're like hey auntie cat i want to go to you with you to essence fest i don't really know what I need or anything, but let me go. Because first of all, ain't just anybody calling her Auntie Cat. And second of all, ain't just anybody traveling with her. Oh, it's the protection for me. <laughs> they can't get comfortable. This this is our, you know, adopted auntie. Like, no, I love y'all listeners, but y'all ain't got it like that. But how would you tell somebody how to budget Miss Cat? Okay, so I'm going to use the blanket word research, but research doesn't always equate to reading about the destination that you're trying to go to. It can start with simply what you're doing, Nakaya, starting to ask the questions to people who have already experienced travel. And they can give you their own personal perception of it, but um, you take that as a data point and then you have to decide, well, of those things that they mentioned to me, is that something that I'm interested in truly? Because I'm to the point where, oh, now I don't I don't like to do sightseeing type, kind of stuff because I'm a local type person. I, I want to learn the down in the nooks and the crannies of the things, what's actually really going on. So there's no budget for that. It's just my time. From a budgeting standpoint, um, just like you decide if you're getting your hair done, if you're getting your eyelashes done, if you're tithing, if you're paying your car, no, if you're paying rent, then just like you put back for that, you take parts of your earnings, however you receive those, and you apply that to a travel budget. You know, you don't even have to have a destination in mind yet, but just know that you want to travel soon and start contributing to that. Whether it's a nickel, 25 cents, a dollar, a day, a week, or however you want apply it start small that's one thing that we 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 tend to overwhelm ourselves with is okay we we want to go to austin and from dallas texas that's a four-hour drive in today's gas prices that's a 50 60 dollar tank of gas you know that's one way it might get you both ways depending on the 
the type of V8s or V4s or how many, however many Vs you have in your car. But then you have to think about lodging. So research your lodging. Where do you want to stay? Where will you be comfortable with staying? It don't have to be at a penthouse. It doesn't have to be a condo. It could be a two or three star hotel because the only thing you're probably going to do there is sleep and you just want to explore the area. So take all those things into consideration and then decide from a financial and monetary standpoint what you're comfortable with spending and how it is going to impact you through the rest of your year, your month, or your week if you put this back for traveling. So personally, I would average or shoot for a goal of putting back $1,000 for your first trip. You don't have to put forth $1,000 all up front. It may be $10, $20 a week or every pay period or every time you receive some type of income, take a part of that out and put it in a totally separate account or space or area under your mattress, however your, your account is set up and don't touch it. A sock in your drawer, in your bosom, you know, wherever. But just decide, I'm not going to touch this because this is for me, for my travels. That travel may be into another room in your in your, in your your dwelling, but just decide that I'm not going to touch this only for things that I want to experience in the travel that I'm choosing to do. What about, do you use credit cards? Oh yes, I do. I use credit cards because I get travel rewards when I'm flying. And you can actually get rewards when if you pay for your gas on it. But the thing with that is there's a discipline thing that goes around that. Even if, if you're going to use credit cards, then it's a good thing to pay those off as soon as possible so that you can receive more credit and be able to use it later on. But you also get travel rewards with that. So um, full disclosure, I have a credit card for each of my favorite airlines, Southwest, Delta, and Airlines. Why? Because I get travel points every time I use the card. Every time I book a flight, I get travel points. But I also pay those cards off in a reasonable time frame, not just the minimal amount that they ask for that month, because that's part of contributing to your travel. If you're going to put in $50, $100 towards the balance of your credit card, then that's you paying towards your travel. But I also get rewards for that. So um, yes, I personally use credit cards. I did not use them when I started traveling. I paid cash for everything because I was not educated enough to understand all of the benefits of having travel, of having credit cards. I've recently gotten into understanding more about how credit cards and, and membership rewards and the cards that have membership rewards with it, how those things work. And like, I like to fly United and I don't have yet a United card. However, comma, I am part of their membership where I can still earn rewards and stuff, even if it's not on their actual credit card and even if it's not on actual flights. So like if I go to Home Goods and I buy like a virtual gift card, so to speak, like I buy a $20 gift card through their portal to then use at Home Goods. Well, now I'm starting to earn miles, even if I'm using it on my Chase card that's not attached to United. So like a lot of these memberships and a lot of these airlines, hotels do it too, things like that. They have a bunch of different ways that you can earn benefits and rewards for travel, even if you're not to the point where you could get approved for a card yet. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're starting off, you probably don't have that education or have that knowledge and how credit works and all that kind of stuff. That in and of itself is a whole other conversation, but you can earn those rewards and earn those benefits, just like Miss Kat was saying, through these cards that have rewards on them. And like when you go eat out or you go grocery shopping or you put gas in your car, which we all do at some point, all those things can earn you rewards that you can then in turn trade in for a hotel for the weekend or a flight somewhere. 
there or something like that, or even just cash out for, you know, to spend on whatever it is that you want to do, wherever it is that you're going. So that's a great tip in getting the education on how to use them. But there's so many different benefits to, to being able to utilize cards like that for sure. Yes, that's an excellent point. Excellent, excellent point. And, and, but again, to your point, Sunny D, it's about you becoming educated on how those membership rewards can contribute to the planning of your travels. And that starts with things that you do on a day-to-day regular, going out to eat, going to home goods, which is one of my favorite places, by the way. (laughs) But you're contributing to your travel and it's not as, if you will, stressful on you on trying to understand how to get a credit card or or how to save up for it because you can earn it by just doing your day-to-day activities. And I think that's a new, a new-ish like thing that they've done. And by new, I mean, maybe like in the last decade or so, because I feel as though once upon a time, you were only able to get like rewards and benefits and stuff like that from like actual credit cards. So now that they're allowing you to, to be able to earn, I mean, granted, you don't earn as many, but you still are able to stock up. A lot of them don't even expire. So you can stock up on your miles and your points, you know, for Marriott or for airlines and things like that by, you know, going to get $20 in gas or $100 in groceries or buying that thing at home goods that you know you don't need. And that's not where you went in there for. And you went in there unsupervised and now you spend $200. I'm speaking for myself. And me. I bought a plaque from Home Goods that says I cannot be left unsupervised because <laughs> it was that serious. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're absolutely. right. It's, it's probably been in place um, about a decade or so. But uh, but that's the evolution of business. USA uh, LLC they they recognize that and they decide okay, well everybody can't travel at this level. So what else is it that we can define to allow others to travel so that we can still make money? And that's just the evolution of business. I mean everything is tied around making money. I love it. And we make the money so we can enjoy our life instead of the famous line, make the money. Don't let the money make you. If you know, you know. Y'all don't know? I know what you meant. And my money make me because the way I use my money, I ain't gonna play. So my question for you is, what would you leave our listeners with about one actionable step for traveling? I'm thinking, I'm downloading. Be open. Don't be judgmental and do your research and stick to your plan. I'm a planner. I know everybody don't like to plan. It's just in my spirit, but it has helped me tremendously. And until it's, I can make it start raining rain gagillions, then I'm going to need to plan. Right? Because not sticking to that plan is how you spend more money. Amen. Yeah. And even just with um, when we were having the discussion about how our weeks went that went this week and how we had obstacles that um, came into our existence, we had to learn how to pivot. And and sometimes it, it may have come with a financial burden with those pivots and we had to decide how we were going to manage that. And it, even if it was just mental, at some point it, it impacted your finances. If it, if it was mental because you didn't have to have your couple of mimosas or um, it's something like that. Maybe those um, those nice cakes that you had made, that was your indulgence. You know, so everything, it does tie back to finances and how you utilize it to make your happy space and place. Or it could positively, like I was forced with a dilemma of changing my plans to pick up more hours of work. So then that means I got more money. Mm-hmm. What about um, you, Nay and Sunny D? What is one actionable step you would uh, leave our listeners regarding traveling? There's, there's so, there's more options out there for travel to be able to afford to travel than I think a lot of people understand. It, 
it definitely goes back to doing research and, you know, looking at things like what's the difference between an all-inclusive or like a cruise or what's the difference between a hotel and like an Airbnb and being able to find those pockets of opportunity to save money if if that's the goal that you're wanting and whether that's to save money so that you can go on the type of trip that you want to go to. So you're saving money on the front end to spend the money on the back end. Or if you're wanting to make the trip that you are going to go on the most cost effective and being able to research what are fun things to do in that location that don't cost a lot of money or that are completely free, like a lot of museums, for example. So things of that nature. So like, it's definitely a lot of research and think outside the box. You may very well have the best time of your life doing something where you spend absolutely no money or very minimal. And there are so many options that I think people don't know. So Google is a great resource. YouTube is a really great resource because a lot of people do travel vlogs and videos of their trips and how to, you know, save tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff. Honestly, if I could, if I'm a hone in on one specific actionable step, I would probably start there. I would probably go to YouTube, pick a destination that you're interested in and watch people's videos of what they did while they're there, how they prepped for it, what they, like how they saved, all that kind of stuff. And I think that is a great place to start. I want to touch on something that CT Cat said. Um, the cynic in me says everything in the world is transactional. So when you are making these trips, don't be afraid to talk to the locals, talk to people. You know, I know, well, like she said, if you believe that the most high, whoever you serve has your back regardless, don't be so fearful to have that conversation with somebody you see at the bar or to chat a little bit longer with your waitress. Those could be connections if you really enjoy that place. Or if you don't, those could be those connections that can provide more opportunities to go to that location for less. Or you can see something and experience something that isn't on the beaten path or something that you would not have known if you hadn't made those relationships. So just be more open to making new friends in different areas because you never know like what blessing you might be to their life or they could be to yours. My advice, I'll keep it short, simple and sweet. Just do it. Stand of like Nike, just do it. No excuses. Well, budget, figure out where you want to go, do your research. But at the end of the day, just do it. And with that, thank you, ladies. And as you all know, I personally feel when we travel, it increases our self-worth in ourselves, our self-confidence. It increases um, our connectivity to others, which also has a direct effect with our self-belief, our self-worth and our self-love. And with that, a word from our sponsor. Hey, beautifuls. This message is brought to you by The Grass is Greener on the Other Side, where we help women who have anger, sadness and shame from being cheated on, learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. If you're interested in joining my new course, Rejection is Redirection, using your past as a reference, not a residence, you can email me at affairrecoverycoach.com at gmail.com or you can shoot me a dm at brianna underscore latrice see you on the call
And so with that, we're going to transition into our segment of Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. We are highlighting Miss Abigail, aka the lady who travels on Instagram. She is a content creator and she immediately caught my eye by her gorgeous pictures. Homegirl travels, y'all, and she travels on a budget, it seems. So she gives tips and advice um, during her travels, both domestic and abroad, and tips like should you take public transportation at these places or not? Like, what is the best time to go to the location? Things to do for the low, solo travel communities that you can partner with, the best spots that the locals go that CCK you would enjoy that aren't super touristy for like beaches and such, like the beaches that don't nobody know about for real. So you don't have everybody and their mama enjoying your vibe and info on custom in different areas. Like you can consume alcohol in Morocco, even though it is a Muslim country. So yeah, she just gives a lot of great tips and also with her gorgeous photos and she looks like a dream. I wonder what filter she's on her picture because they all look magazine worthy. She's gorgeous and she meets the vibe check. It is all the way checked with her. So ladies, have y'all ventured her page? Are y'all familiar? What are your thoughts? I haven't yet, but now I want to. I'm going to need to get that, her, her handles. And that's part of research, knowing pe- other people that travel as well. So man, that would be a great resource for me, for sure. I have, if I'm not mistaken, she's the one who was in like this tent thing or whatever it was like a uh, how can I say it's like a it looks like it was in a desert but it was like this really cool beautiful tent thing that was around and she was like hey come with me and I was like I want to stay in that I don't even know what it's called but I want to stay in it but I do love her because I just look who she was so it is the right lady I love her I love her content and also I just love that one I love that she's a black woman getting paid to travel but not just that I love that she is because we haven't talked about this but um representation matters and like for her to not just getting paid to do this but also blogging instagramming having this all on social media like this is letting people know who are like how we talk about like oh i don't know if traveling is for me well if i see this beautiful black lady doing it and she's having a ball and her pictures are phenomenal i can do it too you know what i mean like and then like you said she tells you so much about like where to go what to do like all these tips and tricks that she basically is giving you the blueprint for your travel. So I like her. Oh, you spawned a thought, Makai. So you said that this lady gets paid to travel. That's another way that you can relieve yourself from stress financially is finding a way to travel in the business sense. So you can write it off. If you be a travel agent or or do something or create some type of business where it requires you to travel and then you can get it back at the end of the year. That's another great idea to consider because I I definitely do it myself. So I just learned this. So with businesses, oh, because with a lot of conferences are now shifting to like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If I don't know if you noticed that, but they're shifting that way because technically if I go on vacation, right? And business owners, listen up. This is for you too. If I go on vacation and I do anything on that vacation, meaning I attend 
attending events because that's for my business. If it's during the week, that is paid off. And if it extends throughout the weekend, so like the Essence Fest is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the weekend doesn't count. But technically those weekdays are now that whole entire weekend is count off because that's my business trip. So if you go anywhere business, like business owners, listen to this. You don't listen to nothing else. Go to an event while you are on vacation. That will then equal to a business business trip. You can write that off, put it on your taxes, and then you are now getting that money back. Okay, that's what the thought sparked for me when you said that, Miss Cat. Goals. I have a I have maybe a different perspective on Miss Abigail. I love number one. I will give props to Black people that travel in general, travel internationally at that. But what I love about her page and what I love about the representation that she brings is not only is she a Black woman that's just traveling to all of these different countries and having these different experiences. Not only is she is a Black woman that is getting paid to do these things and has now created a business about it. This is a Black woman that is also a plus size. And what I love about that aspect is, and I'm actually part of a Facebook group that is like plus girls travel or something like that. And it's a lot of discourse about the worries or the insecurities when it comes to traveling at a bigger size, being able to fit in airline seats and how you're perceived in other countries and things of that nature. And the fact that she's able to do this and gives tips and things like that. Also fashion, hello, plus size fashion in and of itself. And all these, all these color, like sis, where, 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 where are we shopping? Let me know. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm definitely a woman of a thicker size. I'd like to know that too. So I give her all of the props. I just, I love what she's doing and I love how she represents all of these aspects and all these facets. So props to her. I absolutely love it. Oh yeah. She was definitely included when I said her pictures were stunning. Like she is stunning. Those backgrounds are stunning. Like the visual is a whole mood and a vibe. And I'm like, homegirl did it. (laughs) The colors are insane. And Black women, FYI, we look good in every color. Okay, so wear it. I agree because y'all know we do an affirmation for every single episode. And this affirmation is going to be by Kat. So I got, I have two affirmations, honestly, because I got thinking about this. One is from someone else and the other one is from me that I've already mentioned uh, through this podcast. The first one is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's from Albert Einstein. And it, it applies so well to travel and even adulting. So keep that, just truly keep that in mind and, and in your spirit and close to your heart at all times. And then something that I've mentioned throughout this podcast is your personality is defined by your surroundings. So if you stay stuck in the same surroundings, you'll create that same insanity and you won't learn anything outside of that. And that's all you know. And with that audience, I hope y'all got that because she just snatched y'all wigs. I'm telling you, that was good. I love both of those because you are right. Like doing the same thing over and over and over is crazy. And you got to figure out how to get out of the little hamster the wheel sometime right um ladies what do y'all think about that i mean i think both of them come with a level of want to um a level of motivation because either one you have to want to change you have to want to not do the same thing over and over again you have to want to change your personality i know our listeners aren't like this but some people are quite content with who they are today because it's the same person they were yesterday the day before the day before that but yet for all of our upward mobility forward movement people these two quotes are I've used that Albert Einstein quote many a times to other people, many a times to myself as reminders to stop the madness, (laughs) so to speak. 
Um, so I always think that that's a, a great affirmation to have. And I absolutely agree with, with Kat's affirmation because I think there are so many more levels to someone when they are exposed to different environments in different circumstances. And I mean, it, it, we're like onions, you know, there's different layers and there are different facets and they only peel or become exposed when you're in certain areas and things of that nature. And I think that helps with becoming more in tune with who you are and understanding what you want and desire as a person. And that absolutely affects the environment that you're in and things that you get to do in your life. So I love them both. I agree. And with that, listeners, before we head out, Miss Kat, tell everybody where they can find you. You can go to my main site at www.kat, that's K-A-T, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E.com. And that will link you to all of the wonderful services and products that I provide, as well as my email and any other contact information that you may need. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, thank you so much. Go ahead and listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple, YouTube, Red Circle, and also check out that blog at whereismyblueprintpod.com, whereismyblueprintpod.com. Nate's going to get you right at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Okay. And with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out. Adios.